0: we have the victory. And I understand what's going on in the world today um, with the protests and everything, and the COVID-19 cases are continue to rise. But we have the victory. And victory is the conquest and triumph mean a success in a competition or struggle. Victory is used for a win over an opponent, over, a, over difficult problems. Conquest means the act of overcoming and gain control over someone or something. First Chronicles chapter 29, and let's go to verse number 11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness of the power and the glory, the victory and majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You are exalted as head over all. And let's go to um let's go to the NIV, NIV translation. And it reads like this, yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven. And even in an earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. So we have the victory now triumph is a great success or achievement often often one that has been granted with a lot of skill or effort so we have the victory over everything that comes our way and uh, yes we do have the victory um uh, we have the victory over The COVID-19, you, you, I understand, it. uh, yes, there are a lot of cases that are popping up here in the state of Florida, but we still have the victory, no matter what, because God has given us the victory over all of this, and I just thank God for what he's doing, and you ought to thank God for what he's doing, because you ought to give him the victory, because you may know someone who has it... You may know someone who has it, but hey, I thank God that, you know, you don't have it. We don't have it. So that's why I'm celebrating the victory because I don't have it. I know know some people uh, that have it and and they're doing extremely well in spite of the circumstances. But we have the victory. You know, it all goes down to, um, it comes down to this here, you know, in a football game, in a football game, they always celebrate. They always celebrate when they score a touchdown. That's a, For them, that's a victory. That's a one-step head. You know, that's one step for them because, you know, hey, the more touchdowns they score and when the game is over, they win. But there are obstacles in the way in order to get to that goal, and in, in, in order to get to the end zone. So, yes. You have the offense, you got the defense, and he's looking around. The, the quarterback is looking around, see who's going to throw two and everything. So the one person that's wide open, that's way down, um, way down in the field, and once he scores, gets into the end zone and scores, to them, that's a victory. If they score the first touchdown, that's a victory. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so now they got some momentum going. So now with that, that's an achievement to that team. It doesn't matter which team scores first, but it's an achievement because hey, now we have achieved one goal. That's, That's skill. That's effort that they put in. They practice. So whenever they score, whenever someone scores, whether on the basketball team or on the football team, it's a victory for them because they have scored a touchdown. They have scored a field goal. You know, and that's, and that's why we need to have the victory. Okay, what does the Bible say about walking in victory? Now that we have it, we need to walk in it. Okay, we need to walk in it. Okay, so Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse number one. I beseech you therefore my brethren, By the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be but be transformed by the renewing of your minds that you may that you may prove what is good and acceptable, acceptable and perfect will of God. So you got the victory. Now you're walking in the victory. So that doesn't mean you just do whatever. So you have to present your bodies. You must present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So even though you have it, now you're walking in it, but you still got to renew your mind as well. You got to renew your mind because now you have the victory. So you have to renew your minds constantly, you know, and, and in the NIV, it says it like this. The NIV says it like this. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, and in, in in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God this is your true and prosper, proper worship do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your minds that you may be able to test and prove what God's will is he's good pleasing and perfect will. So I urge and encourage you because all all of that in, in response to God's amazing mercy, he really wants you to, he really wants you free and walking in victory for the rest of your life. So you have to walk in it. You have to proclaim it you have to speak to yourself and say, hey, I'm, I got the victory. I'm walking in victory. I'm walking in it. I'm walking. It. I got it. I'm walking in victory. See, God's wants you to ha- God wants you to have it. He doesn't want you to walk around in fear and anxiety. He wants you to walk around in victory. In other words, if you are if you, if, if, um, and bring it to you like this here. Bring it to you like this here. Okay. If you ever watched the movie Rocky. I watched all five of them. And the one that really um, impressed me and, and really did something was Rocky number five when he fought the Russian. Okay, now when he traveled to Russia and he had to do his training and everything, so with the Russian, they was um, injecting him with, I guess, steroids or something to make him stronger. But Rocky... Went old school with his training. He did old-fashioned workout. So when he got in the ring, it may seem like the first couple rounds, he was getting whooped. But eventually he figured it out. And he went at him. Just like David took down Goliath. He went when Rocky was fighting this Russian. The Russian was much taller than Rocky. So you can, and the victory was when Rocky knocked him out, that's the victory. Even in boxing, you look at your opponent, your first goal is, you know what, I wanna get this over as quick as possible, I wanna knock him out maybe the second or third round and just get it over with. So that's the victory, even in boxing, that's the victory when that opponent, when they knocks the opponent out and the opponent can't get back up and the referee just counts to 10 and say, you're out, boom, you win, that's a victory. And see, that's a victory that you want to have. You know, I understand that the enemy is going to throw everything at you, including the kitchen sink, but you cannot give up. You cannot give in because God has given you the victory. And whatever it is, you know God is going to bring you out. You know you're going to have the victory. Okay, so what does what does victory in Jesus mean? Victory in Jesus was the Was the final song E. M. Burlock wrote. The hymn was also became his best known and most embraced song. The song is an is an optimistic reminder of the hope of heaven. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Chapter number 9. Let's go down to verse 13. And this time I'm going to be reading it from the New Living Translation. And it reads, as a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God. For your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to God's, to the, to the good news of Christ." Okay, so even if you have the victory, you still want to be obedient to God. Whatever God is telling you to do, you need to go ahead and do it. Don't deviate from that. Don't change God's plans because he gave you specific orders on what you need to do to accomplish this victory. So it may be step one. Step one may take you a month or so, but then he'll say, okay, now you completed that one let's go to step two. Let's do this. Okay, once you complete step two, let's go to step three. So by the time you completed all three steps, you never know because now step four or five could be your victory. Okay, so we must learn to have it we got to walk in it. Okay, and I'm going to give you seven steps. I'm going to give you seven steps to um, have victory because, you know, God wants us to have it. And he always wants us to have victory. Okay, the first one is pray. Talk to God about your circumstances. Whatever it is you want to talk to God about it. If no one else, if you don't want no one else to know or you just yet, you want to go ahead and talk and, and talk to God. He's always there. He always there. He's he will listen to you morning, noon and night. It doesn't matter what time of the day is. God will listen to you. So pray, pray, talk to God about your circumstances. OK, number two, proclaim the truth of God's word and the truth of who God is. So we have to proclaim God's word as well. You know, we have to gain it. We have to proclaim the truth of God's word and the truth of who God is. See, so you got to know who God is in order to have this victory. Oh, I. Oh, yeah, he created heaven and earth. No, uh-uh, no, no, no. It's much... Is much more to it than that. Okay. Number three, gain clear perspective. Keep your eyes fixed on God. He's bigger than your situation. So, whatever your situation is, God is bigger than your situation. God is bigger than. God is bigger than the protest that's going on. God is bigger than the COVID-19. God is bigger than some of the situations that you're going through. It may be uh, medical. It may be physical. It may be emotional. But God is bigger than your situation. So that's why you must always put God first in every situation. Because when you put God first in every situation the, the the outcome is really, really good, okay and four ponder the praise of God, deliverance. He will never fail. and I said this before, I said this before I'm going to say this again, I'm going to keep saying it when Has God ever failed you? Let me say that again. When has God ever failed you? I want you to think about that. Take a minute to think about it. Go back. Go back 10, 15, 20, 30 years. When did he ever fail you? When did he ever fail you? Number five. Praise the Lord with everything in you. So give God praise in everything. God, I thank you. I praise you. I, you know, some people are not, um, some people are don't uh, file for unemployment. They don't know when they're going to get it. They don't know when they're going to get their stimulus check as well. But you know you have the victory because, hey, hey you're like, hey, I'm a child of God. So, I'm not worried about it because I know that God is going to come through and I know that my bills are going to be paid. And that's a victory knowing that you have, you know, knowing that you are still working and that you still have a roof over your head, clothes on your back, food in your belly, and a vehicle to get to work. See, that's a good victory there. That's a good praise. That's something to praise God for. That's something to thank God for because by you having that, you're like, oh, God, I thank you. I praise you. I got the victory. Listen, they didn't lay me off. They didn't cut my hours. You know, they promoted me. Now I'm making more than what I was making before. So that's something to shout about. That's something to give God praise about. That is victory. And that's the victory that God wants you to have. That's the victory that God wants us to have because we have the victory. You know, there's some people right now are still looking for work because before before the COVID-19 really took off, people, uh, jobs were uh, were cutting back, were cutting people back down to part-time. And then they had to lay some people off, and they don't know if they're going to go back to work. But by you being a child of God, hey, God is on your side. He never fail you. He always come through. So that's why you are still working today. And let's go to number six. Receive. The provision of the Lord. And lastly, number seven. Live in peace. Enjoy rest and security from the Lord. So let's go to Psalms. Chapter number four. Let's go down to verse number eight. Reads like this I will both lie down in the peace and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And in the New Living Translation, it reads like this In peace I will lay down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. So by you having the victory, guess what? You can sleep in peace. You are safe in God's arms. Because you know you have it. And we all have to understand that by us having the victory by us having the victory is very wonderful because now we are, we are in peace, we're sleeping. In peace, we're resting. In peace, so when you go home, you know you got the victory. You don't know. You don't need to go home to chaos and things out of order. I like come home to a very peaceful house. I don't like all this chaos. I just, just don't like it. I come home. I would like to come to. I like to come home to a very peaceful house, knowing when I get home I can rest. I don't have to worry about it. I know God is keeping me safe in everything. And that's one thing that we have to learn is you got to have peace when you have the victory. So you got to have that peace in God as well. So uh, Exodus. Exodus chapter number 33. Let's go to Exodus chapter number 33 and let's go to verse number 19. Let's go down to verse number 19. And it reads like this Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So we also, remember now, we still have to proclaim. We still have to proclaim it. So we still have to proclaim victory as well. And let's go down. um, uh, The last point I'm going to get to is this here. The last point I'm going to get to is this is walking in victory. If now you have it you know um I said earlier, you know I said earlier, you know um, what does the Bible say about walking in victory, and now, lastly. You know, let's go to this. One. Let's go to the last point. We get here to it. Walking in victory. What is walking in victory? And walking in victory. Walking in victory is an excellent guide to understand the principal scriptural passage or grace and law found in Romans chapter five. He brings the deep theological truths of Romans chapter 5 down to the very understandable and practical level that makes his book suitable for both new and old believers. Romans chapter 5, and let's go down to verse number 8. But, but God demonstrates his own love towards us. In that, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Okay, and let's read it in one more translation. Let's go to the New Living Translation. And it reads like this here. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. So, even you know, walking in it, you gotta have, you know, you you gotta walk in it. You know, God gave it to us. He want us to have victory for the rest of our lives. So by us walking in it, you know, we want to continue to walk in victory. You don't want to stop. You want to continue to walk in victory. Okay. And I'm going to leave you, lastly, I'm going to leave you with this here. Little things matter. As we have seen around the globe in recent months, one microscopic virus can spread to infect hundreds of thousands of people. This is how the enemy works. He, he works to spread a virus of fear, hopelessness, and panic. But I come to declare victory. We are not doomed to defeat. So that's the thing. That's the thing. So you're you're, you're not doomed to defeat. So anytime a professional football team gets on a field or a basketball team gets on a court or even a tennis court, you know, they're like, in their mind's like, listen, I'm not doomed for defeat. And once they win, it's a victory for them. Then they can go on to the next one to win that one. So that's, what's having, that's what it means to have victory. You know, you got to have it. And basically, basically, I don't like losing at all. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't like losing. I like to win. That's just me. I like to win. No matter what it is, I like to win. It could be a board game. I want to win. My, the goal is to win. That's my victory. I'm like, I'm like listen, I'm not a loser. I'm, I'm going to win sometimes. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. But that's the goal. That's the goal. You know, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, demons will have to flee. We need to stand in the name of Jesus. Tell me who can stand before. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Okay? And let's go to let's, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter number Fifteen. Let's go down to verse number fifty seven. Where am I here? Okay. Let's go down to verse number fifty seven. But thanks, to be, thanks be to God who give us the victory through our Lord and Jesus Christ. So you want to remember that, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 57. We have the victory. You no, know, we have the victory over everything that's going on. We have the victory over the COVID-19. We have the victory, even if you deal with some health, some health issues, remember, you still have the victory. You know, even if um, there's no one there to, to uh, pray with you, hey, you've you got to learn to pray for yourself. You, somewhat, a lot of times, people you're not going to have people who can always pray with you, you know, when you're going through something, but you got to learn how to pray for yourself and everything. But the thing about having victory, you need to have someone that's going to stand in the gap with you. You need to have someone that's going to pray with you, you know, and encourage you during this time. So you don't need someone that's not going to do that. If they're not going to do that, then move on, to, you know, just continue to pray. And, and, and God will send you someone to encourage you, to stand in the gap with you, and to pray for you. So y'all be blessed.